Eyes up, Guardians. We are live for episode 127 of the Conqueror's Corner podcast. Today is August the 24th, and I am the Destiny Bad Boy, not Ryan Fox, and I'm here with my fire team, who all of you CCBs know by now. Jared? Hey, everyone. So we had the Final Shape Showcase. We had the kickoff of the season of The Witch and everything in between and a little bit of what's going to happen after the Final Shape. So we'll be diving into that this episode and saying what we like and don't like about it and uh, responding to the community, responding to all of it. And the chronicler himself, Chad Ocero. It's uh, it's definitely going to be light on lore for the exact reasons of what Jared just said. We're going to be talking about Final Shape mostly. And remember, if you're watching us on YouTube, thank you. And you can also take us on the road via Spotify, iTunes, and other podcast services. You can follow us on Twitter at DestinyCCPod. Make sure you like, subscribe, click the bell, turn on notifications, yada, yada, yada. Uh, join the Discord server. Uh, like we said earlier in the pre-show, everybody's kind of coming back. Uh, it seems like there's a good bit to do. Uh, the, at least the first few weeks there's going to be. Uh, we got a lot to discuss today. We, I mean, we're just going to hop right in there more or less. But before we hop right in there, Let's listen to the intro music, who is brought to you by everybody's favorite link, who you can find on Twitter at Link of Time G. Conquer's Corner, a Destiny podcast. Wow, thanks, Link. Awesome job. All right, so the final shape is okay. It's like it's a must-watch. Like you need to watch it to know what everybody's talking about in the community, what people's gonna be referencing moving forward, and what um What's the story, the main storyline going to be? And it's going to be the Avengers reassembling. It's every, the band getting back together. It's we're getting the A team for to take out the big bad and the final big bad that's uh, been behind it all for about four years now. And to do that, we'll be going into the Traveler, into the very gate that the Witness created, into the pale heart of the Traveler. And Pale Heart's going to be a little bit different than other destinations. In fact, other destinations are like circular themed where you can always get to one of the other destinations mainly in a circular motion around the entire place. But Pale Heart's going to be a linear where like you're landing in and it's going to be bright and vibrant. And then in the distance, you're going to see this almost like a volcano uh, where that's where the witness is. You'll be eventually making your way to there. Um, in the campaign. I was thinking it looks more like the witness itself, the head. Like it looks like the from the shoulders up, kind of. Yeah. And it even has the smoke coming out the top. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I, I can easily see that. See how that is a decent picture inside uh, the Final Shape Showcase recap that's showing that linear progression that as you go through the pedal heart. And, you know, when the center of the traveler where like light basically begins, 
So in that, we're going to have new supers. And um, so the hunters are going to get a n- new arc super called Storm's Edge where, like, they're taking a knife, throwing it where that knife lands at. They teleport it, do a big twist action, kill everything there. They're going to do that up to three times. And then, uh, Chad, I think Titan's getting some much-needed yep. We're action, getting right? a void one called Twilight Arsenal. So you mostly probably going to just jump in the air and throw full-size axes at enemies. They're going to hit the ground or hit an enemy. They're going to do the void um, uh, implosion and then detonate while making everything. It looks like it makes the enemies um, volatile as well. Um, you get you get to throw three of those, chuck them across the field, and then after that, the axes stick around. So homies can pick them up and start wailing on people with the axes. So it sounds like a lot of fun. But aside from that, you also get a void aspect where you consume a grenade, create a shield, and the amount of damage that shield takes, you get to shoot it back out at your enemies, and then they you will either detonate or they'll just become volatile. And it's 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 a lot of explosions that are happening, and I'm I'm I like explosions, especially on the Titan. And the the warlocks, uh, we basically get to be radiant. And uh, we have like a child of the old gods and uh, arc soul combo, like solar deal. That's just kind of going to scorch everything. Um, we scorch all our, all our buddies for their solar weapons. Um, overcharge abilities. That's about it really uh, that I could see. I thought ours, I thought the Titan would look the coolest. Uh, it reminded me of the, uh, like the rise of iron like those big battle axes. It's kind of what, what it made me think of. Yeah, it definitely looks like the Hunter Super is going to be like mainly for PvP, and they said that too, that it's going to be a, a menace in PvP. Um, Warlock, I think it's going to have some play everywhere in that Titan one. Arranged Super finally for for you Titans out there. That um, that's, that's exactly what they needed. So, um, whenever we go through and uh, eventually take out the big bad, the witness at some point or whatever we're going to do to it, um, afterwards, seasons are no longer going to be the case for the calendar year of Destiny 2. So, we're going to have episodes. We have three episodes. Uh, the first one is Echoes. Second is Revenant. And the third is Heresy. And in those episodes, there will be three acts. And each act is six weeks long and each act will bring special things uh throughout and and chad we're not going to have a standard season pass anymore nope so the way that they're breaking them up um obviously uh final shape starts february 27th uh if you if you want to put that in your calendar um but the first season runs or the first episode runs echoes runs march through june uh, now, like like they said, it's split into th- three acts of six weeks each. Each act is going to get new quests, new story, activities, uh, weapons, artifact mods, uh, season pass stuff, and, and things like that. But the way that they broke up the season pass in particular, which I'm sure Ryan will get into a little bit later, um, I'm just going to set the groundwork for him, is going to be act one is 100 ranks, just like right now. Act two is going to add 50. And Act 3 is going to add another 50. 
So there's going to be a total of 200 ranks. Now, we don't know how the uh, the, the rewards are going to be split up. If it's going to be like literally a mirror copy of, of this season, and then they're just going to add a bunch of extra stuff on top of it for the every 50. Um, which is like, okay, cool. So you can earn your first, your, your ar- armor set ornaments within the first hundred, um, which I'm sure would make Ryan be like, okay, that's whatever. Um, but if they move those armor sets to the last end of the nearing 200, that's going to be an issue. But uh, I could see them being like, okay, here's the season pass. Here's a hundred. And then the next 50 is just going to be additional stuffs. It's like, okay, that's, uh, then I'd be like, okay, we're getting more harmonic like resonators or whatever, the things that make deep sight. Um, I'd be like, okay, that's cool. Give us like three extra ones every, every act. Cool. You know, but we'll see what, what actually happens. But uh, it's, it's, it's definitely going to be interesting to see because we're so used to now the seven week block of story for seven weeks, nothing. And then a finale. So having story happen for maybe five of the six weeks, maybe four of the six weeks. Um, and then once the six weeks is up, story starts up again. Um, and obviously it's, it's episodic. So each store, each like wave is going to happen on, on its, in its own time. So I think, I don't know how they're going to run it. If it's going to be like six weeks is going to have a peak and then it's going to drop off and then it starts up again. Or if they're going to like, slowly drive up to the third act where it's going to all happen and then drop off. But, uh, we'll find out. Um, it's definitely, it's, it is definitely looks better than year one and year two of destiny two. Um, I know that forsaken was great, but the, the other things that happened that year were like very iffy for most people. Um, so having like actual, like scheduled and building blocks, like set up like this already, it gives me more hope into this being better than that was, but, uh, we'll see how it goes. I, uh, the thing that I, that I thought was, uh, that first stuck out to me were the, the collars and the titles, um, Mm -hmm like the plates that they use, they kind of have like a pretty cool graphic and it has like March through June echoes. And it's got that red background that we've recently seen, um, for the subclass leak. And then we have, uh, Revenant, which is the name of the second one. Uh, so Revenant, I remember whenever, do you remember the movie with, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, the Revenant, the one he finally won, like best actor for or whatever. Yeah. Is that the one with the bear? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So with Revenant, I didn't know this until I watched that movie, but that movie, uh, like the the definition of Revenant is a person who has returned, especially supposedly from the dead. So I wonder if that's a hint that we're bringing some, I wonder if, 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 if we, maybe we lose, maybe we die and we're brought back. Because uh, we've already seen our grave, um, I've also wondered: like, is it Cade? Do we bring Cade back somehow? Since he's kind of going to be introduced back into the story. So, and then uh, Heresy was the last one, and that is 
uh, belief or opinion contrary to or to orthodox religious doctrine. So maybe we turn against the traveler, you know, maybe there's some sort of uprising and uh, I don't know. Uh, the, but the names, the names kind of stuck out. It's like, I, I'm excited to see what they do with that. All right. Next up is fire team power. So this is something that's um, been tough in different parts of destiny, the grind to get up to power. And a lot of the problem is if you're like got some buddies or some people that's never played or like, I took a year off destiny. I don't want to grind all your power back up in order to play with you. That hasn't stopped playing the game. Um, that's going to change in the future. So let's just say, you're going into season 24 and you are uh, 1900 power. And your buddy's like, I am only 1800. Well, guess what? When they join your fire team, um, their power will become 1895, five below whoever the highest person in the fire team. So they're, therefore, they're slow on the grind, just getting back. They'll be able to jump into the activities with you and play along and have fun. And get all the good loot to help them level up. And if they're like, uh, if if you're doing like pinnacle activities with them when they come back, they're going to level up real quick, mm-hmm. like forty or fifty power level per piece, quick at first. Oh yeah, so that's a good change moving forward. So hopefully that gets some people back into the game. I've tried to tell some of my buddies this. Um, but we'll see. I mean, it, it is free to play, so people can, for free to try, people come in and play and see if they like the new changes. Yeah, Fire, yeah, we could get get some of the real-life people back in, couldn't we, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Um, Fire Team Finder, uh, also like LFG, in-game. Uh, that's going to be launched in, in Season 23. Lots of stuff going along with this. There's lots of tags you can do. Um, I know in the showcase they even show like emojis at some point or like like time if they have only have so much time to do an activity, you can put the tags on for the thing you're gonna search for. You better search for crucible, raids, dungeons, strikes, seasonal activities, and then just like general gameplay of other stuff, maybe just wanting to do bounties on the cosmodrome with somebody, you know. So what what's some of the stuff that you're looking at here with that fire team finder that you're like, uh, not really that onto it or like it's it's a good thing. Voice chat. Yeah. We need disc, yeah. Disc, Discord needs to be integrated. Like I hate game chat. I don't want to be in game mm-hmm. chat. Yep. I just they need to make a what Bungie should have done is made like a Bungie Destiny Discord like years ago. Everybody joins that. And then um, I'm sure the Discord people would have been happy to work with them. You know, it would have been a big collaboration. They could have, uh, if people join up, it automatically puts them in like a, a VC, a voice chat together. Um, that's probably how it should have went, especially because now they're with Sony and Sony owns the 10% of Discord or something. Like some, mm. some pretty, some, a decent chunk of Discord. So, that is uh that that's in fairy tale land uh so yeah. uh, i don't know maybe if it was easier on 
honestly, you know what would solve it is if I turn on game chat and there's another setting menu that comes up and I can choose my output and input device instead yeah. of it just going to like the computer default. Uh, because, you know, if you have different things plugged in and it, it doesn't always go to the mic that you want it to go to, like sometimes it's picking up like my camera mic instead of this, it's, it's just dumb. So yeah. it, if they would add the settings in game to do that, that would uh, make a big difference for me. Uh, now, I foresee that your Guardian Rake was going to mean even more going into this Fire Team Finder because if I'm, <laughs> if I'm doing it, guess what? I am not grouping up with anybody that's below a 10. If not, I know Fox <laughs> here. I know. <laughs> but if I'm just like, if I don't know who that person is, I'm not accepting them. It's, it's, it's tens and above. What if, uh, what if you were able to see people's, uh, uh, their their titles, like how many times they've gilded. Like if you see like a Conquer Nine, you know, like oh, yeah. who cares yeah. if they're like if you could if you could choose like three things to display, like yeah. on your on your your character card or your player card or something. Uh, I think that would go a long way to help the Guardian rank um, classist people like Jared that only play with tens and above. So. Just telling you what's going to happen. Just preparing you all that that don't grind those class ranks out. Um, yeah. So a title or two that you could display. Um, maybe I think it should be dependent on the activity you're looking for. You know, mm-hmm. if you're looking for PvP, you should be able to post your KD and KDA uh, dungeons. Like Ooh. how many times you? <laughs> I'm just saying. That's what it's more important. Uh, dungeons like, uh, what's uh, how many times you cleared each dungeon? Uh, how many raid is like, raid clears yeah. like that kind of stuff? Yeah. Sherpa runs like like I'm okay with previous history. Like I don't need like when Crow comes out and it's just like everybody's trying to do it. Like I don't need to see that somebody's done it. You know, once or twice. I just need to see how many times they raided in the past. You know. All right, um, Season of Witch has kicked off, and um, Chad, I'm sure there's a lot of lore stuff going on with this season. Sword Logic, Hive Magic, Eris is becoming, you know, like, whatever she is, like a super mech of the Hive world, <laughs> just putting on the Hive armor, so... Uh, we and we all become boomers at the same time, which is which is great. Yeah, just launching the boomers everywhere. But Eris uh, is the self-proclaimed hive god of vengeance, um, which is the reason why we can tithe to her. Um, so we'll, we'll get we'll definitely get into that uh, more into the lore throughout the season. But right off the rip. She's she is the hive god of vengeance. She is the fourth hive god. Now, whether she takes up the the place of Oryx, probably not. Doesn't have any of the taken abilities, but she is declaring herself as such. So it's uh it's a lot. It's a lot of stuff, and it's awesome. <laughs> when I, when I, I realized that we're actually like making her more powerful with everything we kill, like why have we yeah. waited around this long? 
like if she knew how to do this back in Shadowkeep, then we should have started doing it then. I agree a hundred percent. Like they've they've obviously have had plans for her because they've always like every three or four seasons or every other major expansion, like she's always poking her three eyes around or whatever. Yeah. But uh yeah, so I think they've had plans for her, but they were just waiting, waiting for the time. Yep. Uh all right. So so Chad, we are participating in sword logic, correct? Um, yes, we are. So okay. based on the artifact uh, and what she says initially is with the artifact, we our kills act as a tithe to her. So we don't have to be hive and we don't have to take worms um, into us in order to connect to her as our hive god. Um, so we're killing stuff in the summoning, uh, which are, according to Amaru, all of... Um, of of Savathun's experiments. So her her experiments with the light, with the void, with with solar and with arc. Um her experiments on her own hive, uh the vex as well and and other things. So we're we're summoning that stuff in and just killing everything and all of those deaths are sharpening uh the blade that we that we uh that that Eris is going to end up wielding whenever the finale of the season happens um because she's she's basically gearing up to to 1v1 uh zivu uh she already sent the dm and uh is is getting ready to to put down the hammer on her uh she's always telling everybody to start paying for that pay-per-view happening and oh yeah saturday so now right yeah she's she's talking trash right now that's what she's doing that's 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 gonna be a ninety nine ninety nine or that's not a <laughs> that's not a rough and rowdy twenty nine ninety nine. Um so Zivu's gonna just wear Eris out though, right? We she hasn't even butted in yet. Um now there is some some stuff in the triumphs that states that uh we'll run into Zivu's forces within the summoning pits. So she's going to interrupt us every once in a while, but I, I've, I've played the, the summoning thing um, multiple times and haven't run into Zivu or Wrath's minions. Uh, oh. So that might be a time-gated thing. I don't know. Is that the Have Shrieker? You, uh, is that the Shrieker that pops up in the final arena? I'm not sure. It, it well, it's, it's not even a final Zivu's arena. name on it. Um, now, the, the summoning one is the one where it's endless, where you can keep on activating yeah. it over and over again. Um, the spire is the one where you climb and it has three different final arenas. It must be the spire. The spire yeah. one is the one that I was thinking um, of that has the shrieker. Yeah. Cause I, I, I would, I would not be surprised if Zivu's already in the spire, but as far as the summoning things go, I haven't run into Zivu's forces and I know that they are part of a triumph to, uh, to, to complete a wave of it. Um, so at some point, Aeris is going to get strong enough to start pulling in Zivu's people or get Zivu's attention in order to um, have Zivu try to interrupt it. Um, so, well, uh, I mean, I'll play more this week and, and see if I run into the Zivu forces, but I feel like that's a time gate. We'll yeah. find out. Yeah, I feel like I, I just have, have I just don't know. YouTube thumbnail. Yeah, we would have seen it in a YouTube thumbnail if it was possible. Because I had, I had to look up a video to get the secret chest out of the spire. 
mission. Oh, I would have done that for you. I didn't see anything oh. in there. I mean, the shooting the void and the solar symbols. Yeah. 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 There's like two other both, both the there. chests. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, and then quotas end as the raid that was announced. That's reprisal for next weekend, and more of that's coming along in the twit. But before we jump over to that showcase reactions. Um, let's just go on and say how it is. How did you feel at the end of it? And then was you satisfied? Wish there was a little more meat on the bone. How did you feel? All right. Um, I felt good enough that I, I well, while I was working, um, immediately went and pre-ordered the collector's edition. Um, now that was something that I was already kind of planning on doing, but I, I, after seeing what was there, I'm like, okay, I, it's, it's over. We're doing it. Um, so we'll, we'll talk about this more off stream and on stream, but uh, I'll probably do like a little puzzle box opening. Cause the tower is a puzzle box, uh, on stream. So I'll set up my camera if I don't have a better camera by then and just, uh, go through and, and mess around with the puzzle box for like an hour until I figure it out. Um, but, uh, I feel good. Um, they, 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 and I'm a big proponent to word choice. I, I enjoy paying attention to that. So noticing that nobody really said kill the witness in the raid, uh, people were saying defeat the witness or confront the witness, but nobody said kill in the raid. Um, and then, and then, uh, Katarina, uh, the lead, she said, uh, that, we're going to have to get all as many guardians as possible to help uh, take care of the witness. So lots of people theorizing a very, cause they already said once, once, uh, once you beat the, uh, once you beat the story, the pale heart opens up. So very dreaming city ish. Um, but then what we're thinking is after the raid, after somebody beats the raid the first time an event happens. So lots of speculation there, but they're, they're the way that they phrased things has made me excited enough to be, be ready for it. Um, they've left a lot of things open-ended by not like finalizing the way they, like they've said things. Um, and a lot of that stuff when it's something like this is done on purpose, but, uh, it definitely looks cool. The new supers are super exciting. I'm going to be throwing axes all over the place. Um, the uh, the teleporty blade dancer is super cool. Um, it kind of reminds me of of FF uh, fifteen, um, Noctis, his uh, armager where he'll throw a weapon and then teleport to it and start wailing on people. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I like that ability. Um, and then I mean, radiance. Like, come on, <laughs> radiance Ooh, is great. Yeah. <laughs> but the the butterfly yeah. grenade is super cool, where you just toss a grenade and it just flies around and murders everything that sounds like fun but uh i'm i'm definitely excited new supers is fun so it'll at least be a good time all right i'll go and go uh, so go ahead to me the showcase was okay is this the best most hype showcase that bungie's ever put out um you know we probably, you know, we set our expectations too high thinking that that red subclass was going to come out. Uh, they only showed off one destination. They didn't tell us how many strikes were coming. Um, we know about the raid. And we know there is going to be two dungeons next year too. But 
like the other avenues of the game, they didn't really talk about or show that what activities are going to be doing. Uh, so that part kind of got me a little sad a little bit. Uh, sad might be too strong, maybe just I was hoping to see something. And because um, we only have gotten like one new strike in the last year. Everything else has just been Battlegrounds coming up to the strike playlist. So it was just an okay showcase. Okay, so I watched 25 minutes of it. Like, uh, well, honestly, I had it in like the Apple Play into the car so I could hear it, but I couldn't see it um, because I was working. So I did plan like a long commute to where I could listen to the most of it. And then when I got off work, came home, I sat down on the couch, started it over, rewatched it, fell asleep with like seven minutes left, woke up and then watched it later. So um, I'm not going to say it was so bad that I fell asleep during, but I will say I wasn't hyped enough that I stayed awake throughout all of it. Um, I There were parts of it I, I very much liked, which was the, we've talked about going to three seasons instead of four. Um, but I, I feel like they're holding a lot close to the vest. And I'm this is the last time I want to give them like any benefit of doubt whatsoever. Um, as far as like just trusting them, like they're not telling us something. Uh, I, I still think the red subclass is coming. Like we've danced around it. It is a, it is a question that is in the mailbag. Um, but I, I think it's coming. I think it's going to come with the echoes. Um, or after the raid is completed, it, it unlocks. I think that might be, one of the things that happens uh like once we kill the witness or defeat the witness or whatever verbiage uh they use i think that we might get it then uh hopefully if not it's fine but the part that really gets me as somebody that just dabbles in like the other classes so like warlock your best pve subclass is like solar because of the well and they give you a new solar subclass. Like with the Titan it's in PVE, it's void. And they take your void subclass away. With Hunter, I mean, they already had a pretty decent like damage super with the arc. And then they give you another, I don't know. Like I feel like they should have maybe touched up some of the other, like made the arc for Warlocks or something like that. I, but what do you do? Uh, so I would say overall, uh, just based on what we saw, uh, I'm going to give it like a, a C or a C plus. All right. That's it for our breakdown of the showcase for now. I know we'll be re- referencing that uh, a lot moving forward. And um, it's going to just, everything that's going to happen in the season is kind of just, we're like, oh, that makes sense. Because eventually we got to get through that portal at some point. All right, the twid. So, um, also, aka also uh, known as the twab back in its heyday, starts out with just you know showing back 
and and showing the YouTube video of that showcase and and everything about it and breaking down the final shape and everything goes along with it. Um, also, Guardians for Maui is a is something that has still been going on. I think they launched it last week, and today they've uh, there's been over twelve thousand Maui t-shirts purchased and three thousand individual emblems so good job to the community raising money for those people that got forced out by the fires next up calling all creators to shoot that shot so if you're a content creator you're advised to ask yourself how do i work with bungie uh there you're in the right place earlier this year we've welcomed chef andy to the team to lead efforts for the content creators and the community leaders who work and want to work with us going forward. His team has expertise in the, and compassion to help lead content creators into the fun new adventures with Bungie and the worlds to come. So it don't matter the size of your community, uh, whatever it is, you need to follow the link and then put your, their information there and, um, have a chat, hopefully, with Bungie at some point. I we signed up for that a long time ago. Yeah. And I, that's, I signed that's, us up yeah. again today, just yeah, to be yeah, sure. Yeah, that's, but we're good. There we go. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. In case in case they ditch the old system for a new system or something. So yeah. we're in there. We're in there. Don't worry. You know, if they run, run the truth, like this is a decent group of three to get the truth out of because one of us is not going to agree with the other two pretty well no no matter what (laughs) it's going to happen so like they're going to hear us one of us absolutely love it and one of us is going to be like ah i would tune this up make this small change or something and then one of us is like ah that's this ain't it chief try again so um (laughs) i think they i think the the best thing you could do is add like uh a player that hasn't played like cousin Cody hasn't played in like two years mm-hmm. and then add like another casual player. And between the five of us, I feel like you would get a pretty good representation of, of, uh, of like what we're into and, and not into actually, uh, uh, M- Mrs. Jared would be a good, uh, a good fifth. Yeah. yeah so yeah. We're probably missing like the PvP person, but you know that part's dead anyways, and anybody's moving yeah. on to the marathon. Yeah. All right. Um, if you miss rewards from previous seasons, uh, in the upcoming time, uh, there are going to be seasonal flashbacks, and that's going to be during this season in weeks four, five, and six, where you can get some of those older ornament sets for uh, for that Destiny drip that everybody cares so much about. And um, be what around for. Um, featured quests. So if you hadn't noticed, your whenever you hold that tab key, or I don't even know what it is on controller anymore, and pull up those quests, uh, it looks different. And they said it's it's like MySpace top eight without the <laughs> without the dread. Ex- so existential dread. <laughs> existential dread. So. Um, I hate it. Change it back. Yep, this is something I absolutely do not like. I understand Trash. that they get to show off the art in a better way, 
But this is this should be a toggleable change to go back to the OG quest screen and, and to this. Like this is just to be a menu setting. I want to see as much information as possible on the screen. I don't mm-hmm. want less information visible to me. I understand this is telling people, hey, these are the quests that you need to be doing. These are the highest priorities. And I would say you're wrong. I make my time my biggest priority, and I do what I want to do, not because it's the biggest picture on the screen. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, we got new strand aspects. So, uh, man, this Titan one's probably going to be the meta. So, what's going well, on with the chat? It's a monster. I've I've seen some videos. Ryan sent me a video. It's it looks like a fun time, but uh, the aspect's called Banner of War. Uh, after you defeat an enemy with a melee attack, including glaives, swords, finishers, or your super's melee, a battle standard is woven on the berserker's back. The resulting animation pulses slowly but gains tempo and extends the life of the standard as the player defeats or assists in defeating additional enemies. Allies can also charge the battle standard by getting kills while standing near the Berserker. Each beat sends out a healing pulse to allies in a 10 meter radius. And while the battle standard is active, the Titan nearby and the Titan and nearby allies deal increased melee damage too. It's, it's pretty monstrous. Um, as, as long as you're getting kills, you're extending the standard and that Berserkers, the super is is getting the buff it's watching people wail on bosses with the super with the standard happening is is awesome <laughs> yeah just you know it was like so much fun let's just say bungee but probably is the encounter where you have to stand on plates and defeat thrall and then you're constantly defeating thrall with not your radius so you can just punch and kill you just keep procking this and you have to stand close to lanterns and Get the debuff off of you. This sounds great. <laughs> Could be all right for that, I would think. <laughs> all right, hunters, they got whirling uh, maelstrom. So with this asset aspect, destroying tangles turns them into a whirling mass of strands that seek out and damage nearby enemies. So this is in addition to the normal taken tangle. Uh, explosion. Enemies within the Maelstrom take significant damage over time. Maelstrom emits an unraveling projectile after defeating an enemy. After 15 seconds, the Maelstrom evaporates. I guess this way just to tack on to maybe some DPS phases or like, you know, an ad spawn door. You kind of get the ads as they're coming out as they're spawning. Um, Not super amazed by it. I need to mess around it with some more, to be honest, because after I got this unlocked, I was always seeing the videos pop up with Titan. I'm like, well, I got to hurry up and get over there and try that. So <laughs> I've been playing Titan more than I have Hunter. <laughs> so, <laughs> And Warlock is Weavewalk. Uh, they're going to break reality a bit with the fancy new air move that allows Warlocks to temporarily step into the weave. For the person playing the Warlock, this will appear as a darkened screen effect with a forest of strand threads, while others will observe the Warlock using this aspect as a mysterious green ghost. If you like the third-person perspective with Nova Warp, then you will enjoy this animation too. It is slick. Warlocks utilizing this aspect are also highly resistant to damage during this time, 
although they cannot interact with the world. The time in a Weavewalk state varies depending on how many full melee charges the Warlock has when they activate Weavewalk. After all, life is about balance. What you get, you also have to be willing to give. While in the Weave, Warlocks passively generate up to a maximum of five perched Threadlings, literally perched on and around the Warlock, if the player does not end Weavewalk early by using another air move. Um, haven't, haven't used it. I, uh, I talked to Nimbus. I honestly, I was really trying to, uh, come through and, uh, get the seasonal stuff kind of wrapped up that way we could talk about it. So I didn't really focus much on the, the new aspect, but it sounds cool. It's probably more of a PVP thing. I would think I don't really, um, I don't so, really think that that I would use it much, to be honest. If you can get a res off though, while you're in the Weaver trance, that does that's basically like invis for warlocks. Yeah, but the rest of the subclass, I don't really care a whole lot for though. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. Uh, like if you're going to pair that with an exotic fox, what exotic? What are you going to pair that with? Oh, that is a tough one. Um. Usually, what's the uh, the one that we got with the strands, uh, the the boots? What's that? Oh, those way basically when you cast a rift, you get five threadlings and yeah, yeah. That is probably just to see because if you because if you can generate a maximum of five perched, I don't know if those take away from the five that generate. No, you throw the out boots. ten. You throw out ten. Yeah, so that's a a pretty. You could maybe clear some rooms with that. So, I mean, I guess there's, there's, a, there's a use, but there's a use for everything. It's just how often are you really going to use it? Yeah, that's like an. I, that's I not really my play style. Yeah, I thought either another world was just a simple, just use it so you can use more abilities. Yeah, because it gives you basically plus three on yeah. uh, on everything, so yeah. you can run like seven on basically your your strength and. Um, intellect and discipline and and basically have those maxed out so uh there's 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 some fun stuff you can do with that that's a great exotic that's very much not talked about all right uh moving on there's gonna be um gotta go grab some crota chips and they're talking about the world first raid so as we've come to expect, contest mode is now for 48 hours, and it starts on Friday, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. You will need to be 1790 power to be at the cap for all the encounters of the raid. Clearing the raid on contest mode the first time will open up a challenge mode, which you'll be able to access from the director, and that's how you go and do the specific challenges on each encounter to push through to get the challenge mode clear. And that would award you the day one raid belt if you're the first team to do that. Um, there is going to be some slight changes with this season. With this World's First, is kind of going to be like a test for how they're going to do the final shape raid. With three main things changing here. They increase, cap, they increase the cap of player outgoing damage versus combatants. And keep in mind that the incoming damage did not change and then some enemies will gain elemental shields all enemies will be more aggressive 
in the previous in the previous contest mode. Um, that is gonna you're gonna feel that. So like, there's a big difference of like. Usually, whenever a vandal spawns and shoots at you the first time, they usually will give you two warning shots before they actually start hitting you. Um, and then you know, you look at something like Gambit; they don't miss that first shot. They actually hit you with that first shot, and that shot's going to hurt a lot more in the day one raid. So that's the kind of difference of like the aggression that they talked about. Um, new emblems for moment of the week and. Art of the week, um, you know that twenty-four FPS emblem. That's pretty sweet. Gosh, what do you have to do to get that? Movie of the week. Okay. Yeah, that's because movies are shot in at twenty-four frames. Okay. Okay. Wow, really? Yeah, you didn't know that. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you should. Uh, uh, there's a there was a movie that came out that came out at like sixty, and it uh-huh. was like, it it was not right. <clears throat> yes, yeah. it was not right at all. That's why, <laughs> like, uh, there was something like on. You remember, like, whenever like nice TV started coming out, and they had like that that they called it like the soap opera effect, to where it looked like stuff was like layered. And uh-huh. that was like a lot of that. There, there was something to where like TVs were increasing frame, like doing some weird stuff that gave it that that look too. All right. Um, uh, the twid this week, some hippie, and then with a uh, with a shot here. I think that is. Not sure where that is, but some pretty cool looking armor there. Um, but we move on to three likes and three dislikes. So, um, lots to choose from this week. Uh, you know, I think my personal like is going to be Dragon's Breath coming back to Destiny 2 and then working solar verbs into that rocket you know you can see it kind of like leave a scorch trail underneath the rocket where we're shooting in the in the showcase and i really like that it makes a lot of sense and um i think dragon's breath is just a cool looking rocket yeah definitely definitely cool with like the shark the shark on it uh i remember when it came out everybody was really excited uh just for the looks of it uh, my like is, uh, I had the same like last week, but uh, it was a little different. Just the exotic rotator mission. It's kind of fun getting back in there and uh, presage or presage or however it's pronounced in the mission that Chad always corrects me, whichever way I say it's always the wrong way. Uh, but that is uh, is a, uh, had a lot of fun because we had to go back in there and we did it on normal and then we did it on uh on the on the prestige and then we did it on normal again to get the uh like the final uh was it the catalyst or something yeah. that we had to yeah. go back for and uh yeah. also there is a uh i was able to get one of the weapons dropped as a red border that i didn't have completed uh because in this you get the season of the haunted weapons and there are a bunch 
Uh, you have Nezarak's Whisper, Bump in the Night, Tears of Contrition, Hollow Denial, Fire Fright, Without Remorse, Awestringer, Drang, Beloved, Callous Mini Tool. So there's a bunch of good ones in there. So um, on like every run, you have a chance to get the Red Border. But um, I got one the first time, and then I got another one that didn't drop as a Red Border. But you know, if you don't have those in your vault, you can just throw them in your vault and then use like a deep sight resonator on them. And uh, my like is that Eris is the witchiest. She's she's very witchy. Um, she is our our hive goddess. She's my hive goddess. Um, but uh, she deserves this power. I mean, I don't know if if, if it's all of her her darkness training and and more it created more of a connection with the hive and her research on the crown and uh her connection to the egregore with uh with uh the our forays into the leviathan it's all kind of led into this moment um and it was cool to see how the season started with her going hive not like us powering her up and turning her hive no like she Mm -hmm. started she started she we rolled up on her and she just went hive and i also enjoyed very much that we grabbed amaru just grabbed him right by his his orbs and he's like wait you need me wait and we're just holding him like stop stop talking trash Mm -hmm. stop it um but uh yeah no i'm super excited about eris um I like I've I've played I've played so far with headphones on the whole time because when I'm in like the seasonal stuff just so I can hear her talk see if I can get more stuff going on but uh, it's awesome it's Eris is cool um, now my dislike is uh, no wrath of the machine uh, it makes me sad uh, I I don't care if uh, Crota is is topical for the season it makes me sad um, I mean it's not like I dislike. The Crota Raid, it was fun. It's really fun. That Thrallway contest mode is going to be hilarious. It's going to be a ton of fun um, for a little bit. But uh, it is going to be a blast going through there with the with the boys working on the uh, the title throughout the season. It's going to be fun because it's not, it's not, uh, we could probably, once we get it down to a science, we could probably beat it before we get two totems on Oryx um, time-wise. So I'm excited about that. <laughs> Or at least before we get to War Priest, but uh, yeah, in and out. no, it's yeah, but it's it's gonna be a fast one. It's gonna be a fun one, and uh, it's it's gonna be another hopefully another good teaching raid too. And even though I know this is my dislike that it's not Wrath of the Machine, but the only thing that's saving Crota for me is that they gave us the uh, Triumphs armor, not the OG one. So we got the glowy bits, and I, I, I do dig that, but. Uh, I'll be more excited about that next week when I only get weapons to drop. Is uh I assume Black Hammer's coming back, right? That wasn't that Oryx? I didn't Blammer came in Oryx. The... I thought. I checked Light GG, but it didn't it didn't show. Because no, Black Black Hammer was Crota. It dropped from the boss and it, then it turned into uh uh, like black spindle, and then mm, that's right, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but 
But yeah, yeah. So uh, my dislike is 200 level season pass in the episodes. Give me a break. I do not want to grind bounties. Like they either need to make it to where running, like we did that prestige um, exotic mission, right? Yeah. I went up like nothing on the season pass. You do a raid, you go up nothing more or less, but you know, you're better off to just sit and grind bounties. Like the system needs reworked. Like it is, it's getting real old, just doing bounties. And uh, I hate it. I hate it very much. It's my biggest gripe about this game right now. So if they paid it to where your first raid clear of the week gave you X number of XP or season pass levels, would that make it okay then? I think it should at least give you seven or eight. Oh, boy. I was thinking like three. Three? Why? It's... That's three million I mean, XP. If you do, you do a whole raid. A three hundred thousand. Do a whole raid. Yeah, you do a whole. Yeah, but that 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 first five, you get like a bonus, right? Yeah, but it's just a your first standard, five levels. That's just like a standard bonus. Like, oh, I see. You were dribbling over. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm saying, if I if I run, uh, what's it should be? What about five? Okay. Give me okay. five levels. Yeah. Yeah. I think a, a raid completion like the the the, the first weekly one uh, could be the equivalent of the um, seasonal challenge XP plus plus plus, like the triple uh, XP plus. Yeah. that's what like a like, three, oh, okay. like a three leveler. It's it's like a three or four, but like if it's yeah. if you log it at the beginning of the week, you get up, you get yeah. you get like six, six ranks. So yeah. basically, what you said, but like. There's your equivalent because completing a a triple plus seasonal challenge it takes time. There's a lot. There's a lot of them that take time, and the, the later ones are obviously it's like get get one of the the ornaments for the seasonal weapon. It's like that takes forever. That takes such a long time see, for most people. I would love to see the stats that I know that they have that we don't have. That is like average raid time per full completion. Like what is. Like what? I wonder what that looks like. Yeah, I've never seen any stats like that. All right, my dislike—it's going to be um, the super for the for the hunter, the arc super. Um, I don't like it. It's going to be a PvP based super. Um, I try to think back to like something they didn't bring over. From Destiny One to Destiny Two, um, and like the Night Stalker, it's it's just not. I wish they would have done something else, but I don't know what they would have done. But like a solar, like a like a super solar knife where you throw it into an enemy, and then like if you're like, it's almost like Radiant Well, but it's only a Radiant Well if it's attached to. It. I don't know, just something, something else. All right, now it's time for gambling coin. Actually, there are there are some stats here. Okay. Um, what do you think an average full run of King's Fall is? Uh, an hour twenty. Just normal mode. Yeah. 
Hour 51. Oh, wow. Jesus. Gosh. We were... That's what I'm... That's what I'm saying. That's that's literally like um, 35, 40 minutes of that is garden, just getting to totems. Garden of Salvation, average full run. And this is 2,509,217 clears. Uh, One I, hour and 42 minutes. Oh, no. Hour 42? Yep. That's a fast no last way. wish, last wish, hour 25. Okay. Okay. Bolt of Glass, hour 24. Bawa the Disciple, one hour, 49 minutes. Oh, no. What? Now, Masters, Bawa the Disciple Master, two hours, 46 minutes. King's Fall Master, two hours, 39 minutes. Root of Nightmares, average, there's been 1.9 million, 1.95 million completions. What do you think the average full run of Root is? Two hours and 20 minutes. Hour 40. Okay. Damn, that's wild. Masters 231. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, seven or eight is probably high. But I was thinking of that, like, it being the first thing you do, like, when you log in. So you would get, like, the bonus. But, like, I don't think five. I don't think five levels or that plus plus plus. I don't. I think it should be that. I don't think it should be every one because then you would just have people just like speed run, getting little speed run groups and beat yeah. every, beat the raid in thirteen minutes by glitching out of bounds and stuff and like just wreck the season pass. Yeah, but. But do you do you have any concern with like? The people push back. Oh, it's just the people that have friends at Destiny will just get or have an even more XP. Even though me that or somebody that's like I only have like maybe one friend that plays and the rest of it's LFG. So they're going to spend the two and a half hours, and you, Fox, you only spent the fifty minutes, and you got the same amount of XP. But the way it's set up right now, somebody can just grind bounties over and over while I'm yeah. doing other stuff, and I mean it's the same thing, just flipped. Yeah. Okay. All right. There's one on here that, that that's just okay. unknown, like unknown raids. That has to be the new one, right? Sure. Rhoda? Mm-hmm. 539 completions. Average run, hour 12 minutes. Crota data is already on there? It, it it just says unknown raid. It doesn't say Rhoda. And it's at the top. Like Leviathan yeah. is at the bottom. Like Eater of Worlds is above it. So you think that's tracking the Bungie employees that's done it? I wonder. That's what I'm wondering. Because this is off of the Charlemagne yeah. website. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Interesting. Hmm. That might be like the playtest completions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the average time in hour 12, that's uh, encouraging. And how many of those are during contests, too, just so they can test it? Not that many. I don't know. All right. Let's get on to Gambling Corner. So 
uh, fresh slate this season. Everybody back to 10K. I did win last season. It's at like 27,000K. And these other guys down at eight or 3,000K. Um, but Foxy, I mean, give the people a little update and maybe just give them a refresher of what we're doing here at Gambling Corner. All right. So Gambling Corner. Uh, so basically every season we start off with 10,000 Glimmer. Every week, mostly every week, we make a bet uh, between the three of us. And uh, if you ever run out of money, then you have to buy back in. Uh, the way that you buy back in is by offering a weapon that you must uh, dismantle. And the other two members of the podcast uh, determine how much value that weapon is worth between uh, 1,000 and 10,000 Glimmer. Uh, so some weapons will be worth more than others based upon perks, uh, based upon uh, potentially if that weapon is not obtainable anymore or if it has uh, like a a level of, you know, 900 or like 2,000 level, which in my opinion doesn't mean as much anymore because now you can just buy those levels like I did. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I did uh, level up a full retrofit escapade today. Took it all the way to 30 to get the gold skin on it. So yeah. uh, not near as expensive as I thought it would be, uh, but all right so uh that's kind of the game uh we need to think of something i think that what needs to happen is the winner gets to give the other two people a task that they must complete or either a task they must complete or they have to try for like four or five hours um that can be uh as simple as like Ryan, you have to do like the dungeon solo for five hours uh, because, you know, like I hate doing those or um, Jared, like if Chad wins, uh, Jared and I have to try to two person all the six uh, grandmasters together and, and that needs to be streamed. I think the winner should get to choose a punishment. Uh, that way that there's a little bit at stake. So would you guys rather do that or would you rather have the person that comes in last has to do a punishment? Uh, the winner dismount. Okay. And uh, it doesn't have to be the same punishment for both, but it would be easier if uh, okay. if we did it that way uh, just for streaming purposes. Um, so that's the game. So do you guys happen to know what season pass rank you are currently? Yeah, Ish. I think I'm 29 or 30. Good God. So what I was thinking oh, yeah, is who you, can you, get you the most... You bounties. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. who can get the most uh, season pass ranks? Like, uh, obviously, I I only stacked, like, 25 total bounties. So, like, I didn't have that that jump. So what I was thinking is who can get the most season pass ranks between now and the next show? Okay. Trying to see, is there a way? Uh, I am currently rank 13. It's not going to come through at all, I don't think. Anyways, rank 13 at the very start start of it. Destiny Companion app? Yeah. Uh, I'm at 3,295 out of 100,000. 
So rank 13. I'd say realistically, I'll end up around 30. I believe in you. I'm uh, I'm right at 15. <laughs> Hold on. Should we do this or should we log how much we have and then we have to guess how much we gain collectively? Okay, this week. I like that. I like that. <laughs> the closest to how many season ranks we get. Okay. Yeah. So, like, we take our season pass ranks now yeah. and, like, we add them together. So, like, I'm 13, Jared and Chad or whatever. And then next week we'll add them up and then subtract what we're at this week. And that'll give us uh, give us an idea. Uh, I'm at 33. Chad, where you at? Okay. 15. 15. All right. Now, do, I have no bounties left to cash. Chad, do you have like two characters of bounties or anything? I do, yeah. He's got two. I could have lied to you. Uh, <laughs> you could have. But I knew you did because I knew that you I knew that you were stacking bounties for a month and a half last season. Um, I'm double checking my season uh fourteen. Yeah, I'm I'm halfway through fourteen. Okay. So that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. So right, you're so gonna we'll, get what, like nine or ten ranks off of those two characters? Ten maybe. It's yeah, it's like mm. it's like it's like a eight it's like eight to nine ish per character. Okay, so I want to give Chad. So Chad will be 15 off the top. That's going to – Chad will end up at probably 55. Dang. Burning through that, that season rank. I'm going to end up around 30. Jeez. That'll put me a quarter of the way through to Jared, 200. Jared, what are you at? 33. Jared, I went up around – so I want to say 100 – I'm going to say our combined season pass rank is going to be 126 next week. 126? Oh, are you setting the goal for us? If we don't get it, then we have to, like, we all lose? No, it's going to be closest uh, guess. Uh, closest guess, you went first with 126? Yep. As always, um, uh, it's not Price is Right. So if you go over and you're still the closest, you win. Yeah. So what are we at? What are we at right now? Just so we're, we're clear. Six, we're at 60. Okay, so we're at 60 and Chad still has roughly 75. Yeah. That's only 50. Actually, I want to go. I want to go. I want to go one. I want to go 136. 136. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to go 145. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> we kind of put him into a corner here, Jared. Yeah. Because <laughs> what he's going to do, he's like, hmm. I could not play a lot, or I can play a lot. <laughs> yeah, and we know he's gonna. You know, it kills him to to not bang those season pass ranks out. And I guess one fifty. 
All right. Fox 136, Chad 150. I'm at 145 for our combined season pass rank at the start of next week's episode. Uh, what, 2000 like and 2000 2000 ante. I like it. All right. I think that uh, takes us into the war section this week. Oh, boy, does it. Um, so, like I said, Laura's going to be fast. We're gonna we're gonna get in here. I got one thing, and it's gonna be the season twenty two artifact. Um, the only thing we're gonna talk about this week, and it is the acolyte staff. Uh, so it starts with a letter from Mister Rahul, Commander. Speak to me not of the darkness. I want no part. I once cautioned an overeager guardian who loitered near me in the tower. I did not mean their command over Strand or Stasis, but rather the deep, ancient corruption that empowers our enemies and corrodes our very souls. This force, this evil, if I may use such a simplistic term, surrounds us, and we must do all we can to limit our exposure, lest we find ourselves sinking below its dark waves." And so it is with great hesitancy that I examined the unusual Acolyte's staff created by Eris Morn and Imaru, the renegade ghost. I find their alliance baffling, as she holds no love for the Hive, and he is the foul creature who resurrected Sevathun. But even that is not as strange as the staff itself. In addition to being bound with charms and inscribed with powerful runes, the staff contains a small fragment of Hive Worm, due to its Due to a ghastly ritual and a metaphysical loophole in a sword logic philosophy, a guardian wielding the staff is able to transfer the power of their defeated foes to Miss Morn through a blood tithe. Seeking answers, I sought Miss Morn herself. I found her beyond a portal she erected in the helm. She was awaiting on an elaborate bone die on a forgotten corner of Savathun's throne world she called the Athenaeum, as it allowed her to study the secrets of Savathun's spire. The seclusion of the locale was appealing, but when Miss Morn began to change, I fled, leaving my curiosity behind me. There is power within the staff, Commander. Terrible power. Speak to me not of the darkness. Master Rahul. So, just based on his examination of the staff, we know that it has a hive worm in it, or a bit of a hive worm. Uh, you can obviously, you can see it in there. There's uh there's heiress charms that she's been using and creating um, since uh, Crota's end came out. Uh, I can't remember the name of that season or that uh, whatever we called it back then. Um, but it's definitely interesting that he even went there and he also is not condemning the use of strand or stasis. He's saying that's that's fine. That's power. You do whatever you want with that. That's research purposes. But uh actual evil is 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 a no-no for him. So he don't like it. But uh him getting scared when when uh Eris went Hivey on him and running away, that's I, I kind of want to be there for that. But so, uh, so to us when the high look at us, they see us as evil and them as having their correct power. So that's just that is true, saying yeah. what which 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 version you're looking at. So I wouldn't mm-hmm. just want to say that what Ares is doing is pure evil. Um, 
like the cryptarchs. Everybody, you know, everybody's the hero in their own book, right? And so. that crypt, you can't trust him because I don't know how many ingredients I've given him. He's gonna <laughs> give me shit for for years. <laughs> so, you remember the old "I gave you a purple dog, why'd you give me a blue"? That, that was D one like, days. How many edge oh, trains awesome. did he give us over the years? I mean, come on. Oh, yeah, gosh. so many that they made a cookie, a burnt one, as a <laughs> as a reference to it. Yeah, yeah. So you give him burnt cookies. It's like, look, I'm yeah. I'm making cookies for everybody else. You get the bitch. burned ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you and your stupid face. All right, time for the mailbag. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Crota data mine and the data mines of the past few raids? Um, so I, I looked at the data mines and I think I sent them to the group, but I, or I, maybe I sent them just to Chad. I can't remember. Chad's always the one I worry about sending stuff to cause he, he like, like spoilers way less than the rest of us. Um, I don't know that it sucks that they're spoilers. Uh, it was, I thought it was a much bigger deal for like the new raids as opposed to like the reprised raids. Uh, but that's what's going to happen. You know, there's a demand for it and people are making money off of it. So if that's going on, it's, it's, it's going to occur. So, um, not too surprised, not too butthurt about it, but you know, everybody gets all mad, but I mean, let's be honest. There's what, like 20 teams that legitimately have a chance at a world's first, you know? So like, but you get on Twitter and the outrage of how the sanctity of the world's first trade is ruined. Like motherfuckers, you weren't going to beat it anyway on contest mode. So, you know, and it's not, not really ruined. Sympathy. It's not really ruined when everybody has access to that information. It's not hard to find, but it's not like it pops up in game. Uh, so, yeah. But anybody that's on the internet can any- find them. Anybody that's on the internet enough to do world's first raids on Fridays and Saturdays <laughs> can very easily find where they need to go yeah. uh, to find that information. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. Um, it, 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 they're always going to be data mined. So it doesn't, my opinion on them doesn't matter. Um, I like going in things blind. But if I'm going in to win, you gotta you gotta stack the deck in your favor as much as possible. It doesn't matter what you gotta do, um, except for steroids. actual cheating. Um, Adderall. Yeah, steroids is fine. Um, but uh, but uh, yeah, no, it's it's if I'm if I was legitimately if our team was going for for world's first, we'd be reading those data mines and trying to pick apart every single word to figure out mechanics beforehand so that we can get in and out of there as fast as possible. Um, but we don't do that. Um, so I, just I want the, just try to ignore just want the emblems. <laughs> yeah. I just want the clear man. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it it's, it's whatever people are going to do it. So whatever. Yeah. Do whatever it needs to get the clear, you know, within the mm-hmm. within the rules of the game, and that's what that's the way it should be, and it just is what it is. I'm, by no means, I think the the raid is tarnished in any way, or do I think the the teams that are not deserving that they don't they place where they actually are, 
just is what it is. As long as Dado doesn't win, I'm good. Uh, question two. two. Actually, I kind of hope he wins this one. Uh, question two. Are we getting the red subclass or not? Uh, we kind of already touched on this. I think I think that we get it. Uh, I don't think we get it like day one of the expansion, but I think it comes out at some point over that year. There's... Um, I, you know, you know, Jared, go. Go. Uh, something about like ways for Bungie to make money. So like the final shape is like, all right, this is the end of the Light Dark Saga. That's what we're... That's what people are going to pay for. That's what people are going to pay their $50 for the expansion or their $100 for the year. And next year, we'll do the new subclass because everybody loves new subclasses and they're going to pay again for another year of Destiny because of the new subclass. It worked out pretty well with Strand when they did that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, So, uh, something that they did for Witch Queen is off the rip no new darkness subclass they said it they said it right there plain as day they said no darkness subclass we are reworking the light ones to be able to match stasis um so this this year is going to be themed on making them bringing them up to speed so there's no dark no darkness at all um and they did they did exactly that they brought light up. They gave us. They made the trees the same as 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 stasis was because stasis worked out really well. Um, and and for life, all they're like, look, we got stuff. Um, and for final shape, they said, look, stuff. But they also didn't say that they were not having a dark subclass because we're getting light subclasses. They didn't explicitly say no. They also didn't say they're they're you know it's it's bound to life fall. People are like, oh, they they didn't say no, so so maybe it'll like after we defeat the witness or whatever, like we'll get it during echoes or something because it, it's red and red and and I'm like, well, I mean, cool, it's possible. Um, we we're assuming there is going to be something down the line, which would be neat. Um, I hope that we destroy the witness and all of a sudden get more darkness or more attuned to the darkness and unlock something throughout like the season of like the episode of echoes. That'd be really neat. Um, but I'm hopeful, but guarded. So I, I think it's possible, but not highly. I'll take it. Uh, the, the other thing that I would say just as that, I think it, because usually I'm the one that's negative, like, don't expect anything. They're not going to give you anything, you know. But you're never going to convince me that Strand wasn't initially part of the Witch Queen. Like, <clears throat> it had to be. And I feel like they were trying to go out with a bang. So we got the little filler. They threw Strand in there. That was most of the story. So, like, you know, I'm just throwing it out there. Throwing it out there. I, th- I think we're going to get a banger. I think uh, you can go back on the Vodocs and look. Like this Geo Destiny that we're in now is never intended to be. Right. This is a stretch year. It's all good. It happens sometimes. 
Question three. Uh, I'm sure it's COVID's fault somehow. Have you interacted with the old story missions that were brought back, like the memories? No, they are yes. taking up a giant part of my screen whenever I go to my quest tab, uh, but I have not oh, done it yet. Yes. I can, I can tell you, you accidentally grabbed the thing from my Cora too. Yeah. So um, yep. if, if you go into the missions, um, it has four missions. You do one for Forsaken, uh, one for Witch Queen, um, one for Beyond Light. Actually, I think it's... Shadow Keep. Is it three? Shadow Keep? Yeah, one for Shadow Keep. Um, I think it's four. Um, 20 minutes. Max. Per If you take it slow, mission. 20... No, total. It's fast. It's really fast. Okay. You skip the cutscenes, you'll get in, you get out. Um, the longest one is the first one because it's Cade, so they spent more time. You basically play the entire first story mission for the Cade one. But uh, the 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 stasis one, basically, you run the first mission until you commune with the uh, the thing, and then you're done. That's it. Um, they're they're very fast, like five minute um, five minute things, except for the Cade one, probably ten minutes. But uh, easy. Like super, I, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to spend like a weekend doing this nonsense. And then I, I was like, you know what? I got time tonight and I hammered it out. And I'm like, this was done a lot faster than I thought. Do you get to see the good part of the Kane mission? Um, um, the, where he dies. Yes. Yes. Yes, you do. Nice. Only cutscene I didn't skip. <laughs> Suck it, Kane. Uh, question four. <laughs> Did you remember to do the Vel containment? Is there a worse way to give story than the current structure of with the Vel containment? Uh, I I actually did remember to do it because I saw a, a tweet or an X about it. Uh, so that reminded me. Otherwise, I would have definitely have forgot. Um, the wor- there is a worse way, and it'd be the Grimmore cards that we don't get to oh, hear yeah. any of it You're right. at all. Um, You're right. That's so true. I would still take this over that. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, I did log in. I did. I did go listen. Yeah, yeah. The grimoire was the worst because you had to go to Bungie to be able to read those. You had to. At least the lore books, like they're in game, so you can read them. But uh, not that anybody wants to. Well, readings for dummies. Um, <laughs> that is that is not my stance, by the way. Um, but uh, the the grimoire cards were the worst. You had to like log into Bungie.net and go to and have the lore unlocked and then go and read it and blah 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 blah. Um, but, uh, I, I, the only reason I did veil is cause I was like, I want this strand thingamajig on my Titan. I couldn't really remember what it did when I got it, but then I saw videos and I'm like, I'm glad I have it. <laughs> I'm going to start messing with it. I'm like, this looks more fun than hammer. And it does a lot of the same stuff, but like, I don't even have to change my, my like armor set that much. I think does does it does it synthesize with synthos? Yeah. Will synthos increase? Yeah. So yeah. So I don't have to do anything. I can just switch to strand and be call it a day. I <laughs> just punch everything. Um. So that's fun. Um. But uh. uh yeah. No. Well, that's the only reason with, I went in there. Give it a try with strongholds and lament for that. Whoa. Do you know? Do you know what I would really like? So do you know like whenever you do the like the little seasonal drip feed story stuff and. You have to like go talk to somebody on like a hollow projector. And if you mm-hmm. skip the dialogue, it pulls up like uh, basically the closed captions. 
on the side and you can just read through it way faster than it takes them to say it. I wish I could do that on the Vail containments because I really don't want to listen to those people talk. I would rather just hit escape and it just pulls up a dialogue like a text box and I can just read that. Like I get more out of that than I do listening. Question five, early thoughts on the seasonal activities. I like early it better thoughts. than going underwater. I, they, they did the thing that I was saying um, for, because the, the summoning is the one where you can use the cards. Um, I think you can use the cards in both, but it's, it's, you use the cards. Um, so it's roguelite in that you can get the buffs and stuff like that. But uh, you can end it at after any chest. You can literally, you can play one full round of it, get your chest, get out. Or if you sit there with the homies, you can run it for hours and just keep playing it over and over and just hang out. And I'm like, that's, that's what you, that's, that's what a roguelite's like. It's like, do I want to beat the boss and end this round? Yes. Then you beat the boss and you leave. But it's like, do I want to go to the next floor? Yes. And then you keep going. So that's what they needed to do with deep dives. They're like, do I want to finish this? Yes, let's go. And and they did that. So I'm very thankful for that. That's that's what it should have been. But uh, so far, it's been fun. Jared gets mad when you put in tier threes. With attrition and chill, tr- chill, chill touch. Yeah, Chill touch. Oh, God. We beat it. You should have yeah. saw the nasty, the nasty text message he sent me in game chat. He whispered me. Why did you put a three in? <laughs> like easy. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Um, I, they're okay. They're all right. I, I, what the thing I like about the, the spire is that the, the loading from plat from zone to zone, they put a little secret. It's not that secret. Just to shoot a couple things and you get a, a chest to increase your rep in between the two that that's that's great that's the way you you transfer to, to transfer zones yeah agreed all right i think that's the end of the show uh i'm the destiny bad boy not ryan fox uh follow us on twitter at destiny cc pod uh we're gonna have to get in and uh get some season pass grinding done so hopefully we can get in and uh get some stuff done and uh, i'll try to stream maybe a little this weekend if if we're all on at the same time at any point i'll let these other guys sign off yeah gonna be on gaming um still down to do any dungeon any raid that you need let us know there's no problem getting some extra reps in and if you want to sit in summoning pits for six or seven hours let me know sounds like a fun fun time as always go cats love you guys